to the All I Need Podcast. But uh, I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape and I fell in love with it, you know. Alright. We are back, Barth. Hello. Hello, hello. It's work. <laughs> I had him testing out the mic before. It's working good over there, huh? Yeah, we're in, we're we're in business. Don't let the boom arm fucking swing up like it did on Jensen, bro. Um, be, to start this one off, shout out to my sister Leah with her everyday elixirs. Um, she's been supporting the podcast. Um, she doesn't quite have her store up or anything really going yet, but as it goes up, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put it all in the description of the video so you can check out all her creations she makes. But it's CBD and, you know, um, THC products that she's been working on. And this is delicious. Do you dare take a little sip? Just a little sip. Sharon and COVID. He's already said, well, you're human, I'm human. Oh, dude, he went heavy. He went heavy. You're not supposed to go heavy, bro. No? No, I'll see you in in a little while. (laughs) It's pretty strong. It was good. It's sour. Yeah. Got a little bit to it. Um, but yeah, shout out to Everyday Elixirs. Um, I'll keep the details coming as we figure them out. I'm helping her with the branding and the marketing and all that stuff. So it's a brand new thing. Sick. Um, maybe we should start with uh, sharing during a COVID. How's your COVID experience going? It's been cool. You've been working and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've just been working the whole time, skating. No, not really anything's changed besides like wearing a mask. Yeah, has there been any weird, crazy masks uh, bullshit lately? I've had a few, but but it's been a while. I've I've just been going in everywhere wearing it, just sick of hearing people. Yeah, complain. So, like, if if I'm like having it under your nose or something or whatever. So yeah, things crazy. We're living in crazy times, my friend. Crazy times. There's so much to be said, dude. Yeah, it's crazy because you want to be like. You want to be like, believe the experts, you know, and trust people. But at the same time, you know that that's kind of bullshit. So it's just like, you don't know what, what to believe, what helps, what hurts, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's been insane. Uh, I wanted to start this podcast off with a rest in peace to a legend. Skateboarding Lost, a legendary skateboarder, um, brand builder, and seems like a lot of people lost a really... um good friend to them too uh rest in peace to keith huffenagel definitely growing up like his video parts his style his speed his pop like all that stuff was always inspiring yeah yeah legit legend yeah right in every sense Only of the way word to put it yeah so i figured i would start this off with uh reading some words from people that knew him better than me obviously like people that are close to him because they summed it up perfect i was reading through some of this stuff the first one comes from thrasher magazine and it says rest in peace uh rest in peace keith huffenagel the word legend has entered our everyday lexicon to the point that we've lost sight of of its huge power and rarity 
Keith Huffenagel defined the word, his reputation extending far beyond our skateboarding bubble, a man so iconic that his name is just in just three letters, H-U-F, Huff, has come to represent a worldwide brand. Hailing from New York City, Huff burst into the 1990s San Francisco skate scene with otherworldly pop, power and pop, reaching the height of his profession while uh, simultaneously orchestrating his next landmark, launching his own mold-breaking brick-and-mortar store in the city, light years ahead of the curve. His vision and his curation of those shops would transform Huff from nickname International Trademark. How's that mic doing over there? Oh, it went. It's in. It's out of control. Uh, we didn't just want to skate like Huff. We wanted to look like Huff to be Huff. Each of us leaves our own little mark. But Keith, you left the whole damn, whole damn, still echoing canyon. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Don't see how we'll ever fill the void. Don't know if we want to. Love you forever, Tony Vitello. And I believe Tony like started all the venture and hubba and think and he's part of the whole thing and thrasher or is I guess. That, uh, street corner distribution yes thank you street corner yeah yeah man that's a heavy one so r.i.p and then i was also going to read the one on the trans rural site too rest in peace to keith huffenagel Keith was the embodiment embodiment of raw East Coast power. His power, style, speed influenced the 90s generation and beyond. His skate career had no end in sight. He was a global icon as a veteran on reel. And with his own brand, Huff, he mentored some of the greatest skaters of our time. Keith, you will be a part of skateboarding forever. Thank you. Rest in peace. And then the last one I was going to read was from Huff actually put out, um, the brand Huff put out a comment. Here's an official statement from Huff Worldwide via Instagram. We are absolutely heartbroken to deliver the news today that Huff founder Keith Huffenagel has passed away. Keith battled brain cancer for past two and a half years, and though he beat the odds and fought back much longer than his diagnosis permitted, he ultimately and unfortunately lost the fight. Keith was not only the Huff, Huff and Eagle and Huff, he was the heart and soul of this brand. He built and brought together a community of people like no one else could. Keith paid the way for all of us as a respected professional skateboarder, shop owner, brand founder, footwear and apparel designer, creative director, and industry leader. He showed us how to do it and how to do it right. Keith loved skateboarding and the culture around it. He did things his way and did them for the right reasons. He inspired so many of us across the globe. But above anything else, Keith Keith loved and supported the people around him. He would do anything for his friends, family, and children. He passionately wanted to see others succeed, and we all loved him for that. Keith's legacy will continue to live on at Huff today, tomorrow, forever. Rest in peace. Damn, right? Yeah, 2020 is just coming Happy at year. everyone, dude, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> this podcast is starting off with a little bit of downer, but it needs to be done, you know? Because I, I got another, some more news right here. But maybe we'll break it up. Oh, we'll man. come to this one after. So we don't have to hit it right now. 
I feel like I have to know now. What is it? We'll get to it in a second. We'll get to it in a second, Barth. Let me go. We do have questions from people online. So shout out to all you guys out there that submit questions um, on my Instagram, at Anthony Shetler. That's where these questions are coming from. If I can pull them up, which I can. So, All right, here's one. This one's from my homie Sam. Shout out to Sam out there. Young kid ripping, learning how to skate, getting better and better. Good style. He says, what keeps you motivated? So it's a general question. I'm going to let you take this one first because I just read the heaviness of Keith Alfinagle. So take your time. Give it an honest answer, you know? But that's the question. Keeps me motivated. Yeah. Just think uh, going about everyday life and, I don't know, just, you got just keep a positive attitude and everything kind of... I don't really, does that he doesn't mean like I feel like it's just myself, yeah. You just so, keep yourself and my friends watching them like do stuff. Yeah. Do you ever have you ever dealt with like um bouts of depression or sadness, like anything like that? Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. Yeah. Well, then what keeps you from slipping into that? What motivates you to keep your life together and take on responsibility and work and like what keeps you focused? Cuz like, dude, no a lot of us. I feel like I just want to. Yeah. If that makes sense, like you just want to keep going. Yeah. I don't I know. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. You you kind of answered it. I agree. Like friends, family, they super. If I have to answer question two, I'm saying the same thing. Like friends, family, when I see them doing well and like yeah, living up to their potential and like trying to handle their everyday responsibility, that definitely keeps the fire alive. Positive feedback that helps. Yeah, for when sure. someone's like, yo, Bart, that fucking Susky grind you did was sick, bro. And you're like, Don't you think I what? can do that one. <laughs> that motivates me. Can you do Susky grind? On a good day, but not, yeah. not really. I'm the same way. Yeah. It's not one I like practice. Yeah, exactly. I feel like Billy can do them. Like, he's like got he a good practice one. them. Yeah. yeah. He's got a good one. He used to do the kickflip Susky all the time. Damn. I haven't, I don't remember, I don't remember that. Way it's been back. A while. <laughs> Such a classic trick. Um, yeah, man. Skateboarding inspires me, keeps me motivated. That's definitely like whenever things get crazy, I'll even just go to a skate park and watch people skate or just hang out and film people skate because it just, just being close to it and seeing it just keeps me like juiced on it. You know? Yeah. Even when my way. body hurts and like I can't do it, mm -hmm. it's like you need that little motivation and just being around it. Yeah. Know? I think if I didn't skate after work and stuff, I'd be so bummed. Like all of, I feel like it, so probably skateboarding motivates me in other life aspects, if that makes sense. No, yeah, it does. Yeah. I agree. It's like a mental release and then everything's like so much easier. Yeah, it's a mental and a physical release too. Like when you yeah. actually get to catch a session, you're like, ugh, and it just motivates you for the next day if you're not too beat up. Yeah. Or honestly, when you are wicked beat up, I feel like that's the best ones. It's like when you're just so sore, it's like absolutely unbearable. And then the next day is like usually the best really yeah <laughs> so just be you just feel skating. good you just feel like you did something yeah if you get the clip no even if you don't you try <laughs> it doesn't matter it was a good day yeah true <laughs> i would skate with friends probably doing whatever I don't know. it's a good day yeah definitely or even by yourself i love skating by myself on for a while like when that uh the quarantine stuff started on sunday mornings 
I was like going up to Fall River by myself and uh, just bombing the hills for like a couple hours. Really? Yeah, it was super fun. That sounds fun. I would go at like nine in the morning and then just like meet because no one's awake. Everyone was sleeping until twelve or not ready to skate until whenever. Yeah. So I would just it was fun. I was just going and bombing the hills. Fall River has some steep ass hills. Yeah, there's some cool ones. Yeah. Damn, we should do that. Yeah, it's fun, dude. I'm down, I'm down. one of these times. Be awesome. Yeah, during the pandemic, which I think we're still in and we're never going to escape the grasp of jk jk but uh depending on who you ask or what channel you're looking at uh everybody was kind of hidden away so like i was out skating the whole time yeah yeah i was that, probably a super spreader oh, that just reminded me of that video <laughs> i sent to the group chat earlier which one was that um i don't know who made it exactly but the guy was just like oh since the pandemic has started and everyone's in quarantine um all the schools have been empty except for skateboarders and oh yeah it was, like it was a parody like, video yeah yeah, yeah it was bar stool bar stool yep. yeah <laughs> that video is funny as hell let's actually pull that one up real quick was it on their site it was on uh the instagram oh that's what it was yeah i don't know if they made it i think they might have just shared it yeah it was just basically talking about skateboarding culture and how skateboarders are the only ones that don't really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was, right? That's literally it. Dude, that, I'm going to have to figure out how to get that mic fixed, right? This is the second episode. It's going rogue on us. Well, honestly, I tried to like turn it because I was going to take a sip of my drink, but it just didn't work out. Let's all just watch Barth try to figure this out. I got this. Don't panic. Don't panic. Um, yeah, shout out to young Sam. Thanks for that question, man. Honestly, just friends, family. Uh, if you set goals for yourself and then can, you know slowly make progress towards those every day like make, set big goals for yourself and then aim towards that every day you can you know that keeps me motivated because it shows progress as i um inch towards these goals you know so like that helps keep me motivated setting goals so if you can set goals in your life and they can't be like easily attainable goals they got to be big goals I mean, you can do the easy ones too, but I'm saying like you also got to have some large goals in your life that aren't going to be easy to obtain, That, but you're going to work towards it because then it'll give you – it'll sustain you. You'll be aiming at something for a long time, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead of like aiming at the low-hanging fruit and just grabbing it and getting it, like aim at something a little higher. That way you got to like work towards it, you yeah. know? And the big payoff if you pull it off, you know? Mm-hmm. Those are the best rewarding things. So like aiming at things like that help keep me motivated. Thanks for that question, my <laughs> Sam's a man. I like his style too, and he's getting better. He's getting better every day. You skate with Sam? Yep. Yep. Yeah. He sent me. Uh, he's at Edge and stuff. It's funny. One of the contractors I know, Kenny, he skates too. He nice. he's been doing some work with him. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, like carpenter work or something. Oh, I think right. they're just having he's him young, like, so it up he's and like, stuff, yeah, but... he's probably like an apprentice situation. Even he's, like, like learning before that, I think he's just like literally cleaning up stuff for him and like yeah but it's still pretty cool he's trying to get in there grunt work whatever yeah. you can do yeah that's the beginning he's young though he's like really young yeah like it's a good time to start though probably but definitely a good time to start when you're young yeah for sure the my nephew time. i'm just like yeah get jobs as many jobs as possible mm-hmm. that way you can learn and meet a lot of people and learn a lot of different stuff and like you'll they'll teach you how to work yeah, and if you don't like it, find something different. And Yeah, you can always switch eventually, but get a lot of experience, especially younger. Mm-hmm. The younger you get, the younger you are, and you start learning to work and learn to work with others, the better you'll be. Because to work for yourself, you got to know how to work. And the way to learn how to work is to work for others. 
mm-hmm. take instruction, listen, you know, or work for others, which yeah. you could eventually do too, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> How's everything? Are you still working? Electrical and stuff? Yeah. Nice. That's good. Yeah, it's cool. I wonder if Bill's probably doing that too, hey? Yeah, I, I actually did a side job with Bill yesterday. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. Hell yeah. Spent like a half, it was like a six hour day or something. Not bad. And you got any weird stories from working? So many weird stories. Think of the weirdest one you can find. Ever catch like a coworker like taking a shit? The somewhere? weirdest one I've ever experienced? Yes. I can tell you that. That's Please. like, it's a few years ago, but. <laughs> I'm so, interested. Don't you dare hit that mic, bad. bro. Um, so I'm going into this dude's. I'm in this dude's house working, whatever, and uh, I have to go to the panel and like hit a breaker or something or, ma- or install a breaker. I-, I forget exactly what I was doing, what I had to do, but I had to go to the panel, and it's in the oldest son's bedroom at this house in Wareham. Oh, man. <laughs> and <laughs> when I'm going in there, I just hear the this kid's like 22, but like he's not like... He's an adult. He, yeah, he's not like young. He's He's like... He's not a kid. And he's yelling, mom, mom, mom. And I'm like, what the hell is going on in here? I'm like, well, whatever. I got to go in there. And his door's open and he's yelling, mom. Yeah. I already have to go in the room. I guess I'm going to go in. This kid is standing on top of his bed completely naked. Oh, my God. Just like swinging his dick around. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he literally, when he saw me walk in, just like jumped and grabbed the blanket and threw it over him. I was like, sorry, I thought you were my mom. <laughs> oh, no, that's not any better. That's not any better. That's not any better. So then instead of going in there, I just fucking walked outside, called my boss, and was like, y- you are never going to guess what just happened. <laughs> The kid's doing the meat spin, calling for his mom. What the hell, Mark? What the hell? Dude? I couldn't. I can't even make that up. It, it no. was insane. No, yeah. <laughs> what do you think his objective was? I have no idea. He was gonna get his mom in there and give her the meat spins. Like, <laughs> dude, this kid was fucked up. Isn't that like a website? I'm pretty sure that's a website. I'm not gonna look. Yeah, it was. I, I think someone that. sent it to me. It was like meatspin.com or something, and like you just were foolish to click on it, and then that's what it is. Just some dude swinging his dick in a circle. Yeah, I used to whenever my friends would like go to the bathroom or something or like whatever. If I was at their houses, I'd always set that as their homepage on the oh, what a So dick. then they'd open the internet and it'd be the first thing. Oh man, that probably got people in trouble. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Except for that kid. He's like, Ma, come look at it. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck did I just walk into? <laughs> okay, that's that was more than I was expecting, Barth. Good job on that one. <laughs> I was not expecting that story. <laughs> yeah, there's been some wild ones. I'm trying to think of if I have one, but nothing's going to top that. That was too, that was too good. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got, let's go to this one. I'll do some news now. We'll go to slamskateboarding.com. And I'm going to put these uh, links to these uh, websites in the description so you can check them all out too. Because they got tons of other content too. But they're talking about Pontus Alves' new footwear brand called Last Resort AB. I wonder what the AB is. I new... haven't even heard of this. Oh, you haven't? No. Breaking, breaking news. I know it's been people have heard about it for a while now, but figured out I would talk about it. Last Resort AB. I don't know what the AB is, but we're going to find out. A new shoe co from Pontus Alve. 
And Pontus did um, polar skateboards. Like, and he's yep. had a huge skate career before that. He used to ride for America and, like, he's just OG, doing it for a long time. Apparently, he started the last resort footwear brand. Um, skater owned footwear company from the dude who brought you polar and a few of his homies. They partnered up. It's owned and run by skaters and doesn't have to be this big Wall Street operation, says Ponisal recently. In an interview with SlamCity.com, it's a political thing, and I think there's a room and time now for a skater-owned shoe brand to be coming out. Ponis was, of course, talking about Last Resort AB, the new shoe co that he and two of his business partners are launching in September on September 19th. It was the two other dudes, Daniel and Sammy, who initially started the brand back in 2018, but then at some point in 2019, Sammy and Ponis caught up at a beachside bar in Portugal where Pontus lives these days. Sammy explains, we decided then and there to join forces and relaunch our company with Pontus on board as an equal partner. Nice. Shoes look pretty good, man. I was going to say, they look pretty sick. Yeah, they look they look clean. They're simple. The soles look pretty epic. Yeah. Don't look like you're in a wear through them. It's like a cross between like a Vans and a Converse almost. Yeah, kind of got that vibe a little bit too. Yeah. But yeah. Sick man, skate around, skate around, forward brand, right oh, yeah. there, coming into existence in twenty twenty. Yeah, hell yeah! Shout out to Ponsel. That's a good move. Yeah, we we'll have to find. Mm. I'm sure like some shops around it will get them. They already dropped right because it's September twenty seventh, so they're probably out there somewhere. Oh, true. Wait, is that today? I wonder if they have a website, actually. Last Resort. I want to find out what AB means. It's probably something so obvious that I'm just not thinking about. Last Resort AB. They have an Instagram. I see them online right now. Right now, um, 85 bucks. 90 bucks. 96 bucks. And these were like online stores, I think. Oh, they do have a website. LastResortAB.com. Oh, I like that mustard color. Nice, they got socks. Super stoked on our socks. I gotta hook you up. Oh, yeah. I'll hook you up with some crispy socks. Nice. Got two new colorways. I like the blue. Those are cool. Oh, you seen them? Yeah, yeah, blue and white, and then black and yellow. Socks are. I love. I loved all I need socks. It's my favorite thing. Um. Yeah. Website. I'm trying to see if you can buy them right here. USD. Change it currency. Looks like you're in the United States. Change currency? Yes, change it. Change it. They're sold out, though. Just click on them. Oh, yeah. Okay. They do. They have some the black pair up there. Suede upper, canvas lining, PU collar, rubber sole, and foxing. Cotton laced. Nice. How much are they expensive? Um, it says 70. Is that euros? I wanted to. Oh, I got to hit change so we can get the conversion rate. 85 bucks. They look like they'll last, so if they last, it's worth it, you know? Yeah, they got like a thick sole, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like the side's like reinforced, and mm-hmm. there's not many like seam lines or anything that are going to rip or tear, you know? It's like one piece of fabric, so if the suede's good. Yeah. And the laces are kind of tucked up high in the middle of the shoe, so it's going to be harder to break them. Looks like a good shoe, man. Yeah. Stoked for Pontus, too. He's been skating forever, so if anyone like 
Yeah, definitely someone who should open. Yeah, something. Yeah. And he's done other. He's had his successful board brand as well. So yeah, Polo is huge. Yeah, they collab with tons of people mm-hmm. and been doing it for a long time. So it makes sense, and it's sick, man. It's sick that skateboard is twenty twenty, dude. Choo 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 choo. Hmm. All right, to the more of the news. Yeah, what is this? I gotta know. Antoine Dixon. <laughs> Antoine Dixon. Hardwood floor. Yeah. So Antoine. Recently, this was brought to my attention. Antoine Dixon recently deleted all his his uh, posts on his Instagram. His Instagram has 275,000 people, and he deleted all his posts, and he just put up this one post of like a Harvard floor. And it says, I've been trying to keep it on the low, but I've been fighting this virus slash cancer for a little bit. I don't know what's going to happen. Please pr- just pray for me. And if you think I'm lying, I wouldn't lie about something like this. I'm not asking for someone to save me, save money, or some money. Save me some money or a plane ticket to the barracks type bullshit. Yeah. And then he just posted. Like, so apparently Antoine has something going on, dude, which is gnarly. He's lived quite the crazy life so far, man. I had, last I had seen about him was that thing he was like going to college or something. Yeah, that's what yeah. that's what kind of caught me off guard because like all mm-hmm. his posts were like things are looking up, he's working, yeah, and he's going to school and like dealing with all the craziness of life, you know. Yeah, and then the, this shit, if it, I hope it's uh, I hope it's all right, man. I hope it works out for the best. A lot of good comments on here though. All the homies that skate. Um, he was one of my favorite skaters growing up, like as a kid. Yeah, he was so yeah. good. Yeah. Little Tuan, yeah, so some Biggie or something. So good, man. What's the part? What's the part? Baker three. Baker three part. Yeah, I used to watch that like almost every day at one point. All right, let me see real quick. Baker three. And then, oh. dude, when I got older, I realized that he was like fifteen in that part. Yeah, so young, and he looks like he's like twenty. Yeah, he's big. He's always been like a big dude, you know? Oh, yeah, I know this part. <laughs> and like Beagle made everything always look so good and stuff. Yeah, the filming, right? And Antoine Steve's just like. Yeah, that alone. Beanie on the back of the head, arms down, solid tray flip. The jam, right? Yeah. Solid heel flips. Guy. Yeah, this part's epic. All right, yeah. Shout out to Antoine Dixon. I hope everything is going all right, man. And if it's not, I hope you weather that and come out on top per usual. Seems like you're a survivor too, you know? So stay up. My G. I bet there's a lot of people that were like, Antoine's my favorite skater. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Look at his arms. He's not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Effortless. He's doing something with his arms, but it's not like... Uh, it's not much. <laughs> it's not like he's forcing it, you know? Yeah. He's just kind of chilling. Because, like, some people try to do nothing with their arms, but they're trying to do it so hard to be like Antoine that yeah. it's so obvious. It's he like, said Rodney Mullen taught him. Taught him what? The secret. To not move your arms? To Yeah. <laughs> it was like something he's like Rodney Mullen told me the secret and he's like no nah, I'm not even gonna tell y'all damn <laughs> it was mad funny he just shut everyone down he's right 
I wonder what Rodney told him, dude. Imagine. We'll never know. He's like, you want to be the best skateboarder ever, Antoine? You be Antoine. Say yes. Yeah. <laughs> Use Biggie in your video part. But it, it's obviously pretty part. Huh? Because the part was <laughs> he's filming the clips. Oh, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, he told him in the beginning, like the devil. He came to the devil and was like, how do I become the best skateboarder ever? And then Rodney Mullen was like, use Biggie. Use Biggie. And never forget that I told you that. And no one will ever believe it. It's Rodney Mullen, you know? Like, why would Rodney Mullen reference Biggie Smalls, you know? Yeah. Oh, what the hell? Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Antoine, hope everything's okay, man. Stay up. Stay up. Oh, turn the phone over because it's... Nice. We did the shoes. Got that. We did that. I got another one from online. Are you skating today, Barth? I know you were talking about skating. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You're going to try to find a session somewhere? Yeah, I was talking to um, Marty and Kevin, Iggy. We have like a big group chat just seeing who's skating where. Kevin's going to Salem. I don't know if we're going to end up doing that, but... Salem, Mass? Yeah, because for him it's a lot closer. Yeah. Yeah. There's a spot out there? Yeah, they just built like a new park. Nice. I think it just opened recently. I skated with Kevin yesterday. Um, Kevin and Sean, we skated the spots right near my house. Yeah, they honestly look sick. Yeah, they're killing them. Yesterday was a heavy day. It's a good one. Some bangers. And we barbecued. Ooh, nice. Yes, so yesterday I woke up, taught skateboard lessons in the morning, two lessons, Lily and Marcus, both rippers, both learning to push and carve and turn and pump a mini ramp, and they're both like young. And uh, I got him lapping the whole skate park. So that's way sick. Hell yeah. Then, so I did the two lessons. <coughs> hey, dude. And then two lessons. We already shared a drink, bro. I went away from the mic. Whatever, bro. Uh, yeah, I did two skateboard lessons. And then I skated with Sean and Kevin. A couple street spots. Got some bangers. They each got clips. Filmed some stuff. Shot a sick photo. Little product photo of Shelly with the beanie on. Oh, she showed me that being yesterday. Yeah, hell yeah. I took some sick-ass photos. Nice. I had a yeah, nice like model. She, ro- she roasted the modeling. Uh, got a sick-ass photo with the beanie, which I was stoked on. Kevin and Sean got clips. Two lessons. Then I went home. Then I was like, yo, let's go to my house. Deck. Let's barbecue. Barbecued. Hamburgers, hot dogs, sausage. Nice. On a porch. It was the best weather yesterday. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's been like that. Right, yeah. Today's kind of muggy. How dare you? But yeah, I, you might be right. It is. <laughs> and then my lady was like, let's go to um, Aubrey's house, her friend. They're having a fire and a food. Nice. And Goonan was there. Hell yeah. So I got to hang out with Goonan. I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been that long, but it but feels it's long. session, yeah. The last session's been a while. Uh, but yeah, that was my yesterday. Two barbecues. Multiple skate sessions. It was intense. Nice. Yeah. It's a good day. It was a solid day. For sure. Um, yeah, back to the questions. Alright, why did you start the podcast series? And this is a two-parter. What are your thoughts on late tricks? Late flip, late shove. Started the podcast series because I started All I Need, the brand, and I was like, how do I connect with people? And I was like, let's communicate through the podcast. Because I remember watching a podcast, I think it was Joe Rogan, he was like, if you have something to talk about, 
you should start a podcast. He used to tell everyone to start a podcast. Whoa, Mike. Didn't even touch it Ghost Mike. Time. Ghost Mike. That was like his advice. Like if you had – I heard him say that and I was like, yeah. I think I've heard him say that on other episodes, honestly. Probably, Like yeah. in recent day. He said it a lot and I was like always thinking about skating and how to like talk about all the shit we do with All I Need and the trips and everything and talk about skate events and stuff. And then I was like, how do I connect with people? And then uh, other people do it and you network, you know. But that was the initial thought was like, how do I reach out to skateboarding? I started when the skateboarding was going through a crazy thing too. It was like, I don't know. It was crazy time when I started the podcast. I did it like early on, you know? Yeah. I was like, and uh, skateboarding was going crazy. It was when I started All I Need. So I was like starting a small brand and just need a way to market it, market it and talk about it and skate, talk about the skating and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Has that been like 10 years now? Yeah. Holy shit. I think it's like 2010. So wild. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. It wow. used to be the Shetler show, remember? Yeah. And then I just switched it to All I Need. Because I was like, it's the same thing. It's just like skateboarding. It's yeah, like talk about skateboarding. Yeah, same thing works. So that's uh, why do you start? That's why I started the podcast series. And then uh, go ahead, Barth. What's your thoughts on uh, late tricks? So like a late flip or a late shove. Um, I'm pretty picky. Okay. About them. Okay. <laughs> so as soon as you opinion. read the question, I was like, oh, I'm really gonna have to answer this. I already know it. <laughs> Okay, uh, so hold on. Which so which one, late shove or late flip? That it, you are picky on this, huh? Let's start with late flip, a late flip trick. So, like, what's your idea of a late flip trick? Like ollie back foot late flip, or like nollie front foot late flip. Okay, what's your opinion? I like. I think the nollie one's cool, and PJ Ladd does it. Nice. I think uh, that one that Kevin did was cool, like the back foot one over that bump to bar. That was fucked up. But otherwise, I kind of think they're lame. Yeah, you're <laughs> trash it or keep it. This shouldn't be done. Oh, lean in that way. Unless it's Kevin. Fair enough. Or PJ Lad. All right. What about late And sh- Wyatt can do late shoves. How do you feel about late shoves? I don't really think... It depends. Like, I think if like that's your thing and you run it, it's cool. Okay. Same with the late flips. I should say that. I don't think no one should do them. But I, I think like... I know. I'm just joking. I think like uh, people who like just want to learn every trick and it just doesn't look natural yeah like i I just don't like that it's like i'd rather you just do the front shove yeah so yeah that's a good advice keep it clean yeah exactly less is is just more sometimes i kind of agree with that Mm -hmm. if you're doing late shoves because you worked your way there and you're doing it at a progression pace where you're not just trying to play into the ground you're just honestly discovering late shoves yeah and you're just feeling it yeah nice but there's definitely that dude that's like, I'm gonna learn every, sh- I'm gonna learn every late shove and be way better than you. Yeah. And you're like, that's why he's skating, you know? You're like, he's out here to be better than everyone. You're yeah. Like, God damn it. I can't think of anyone in particular, but that dude no, has existed. No specific. That dude exists, you know? Like, yeah. Pro- I've probably just been that dude before. Like... I've probably been that dude before. Like, <sighs> <laughs> I've definitely learned tricks that and been like, this just doesn't look right. I can't do these. And you're right. And I'll just never do it again. (laughs) And you're right, too, because, like, those two tricks are specifically hard to make. To make look good, yeah. Yeah, because you got to really go in on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I've seen some I like, and I've seen some I dislike. Exactly. Fair enough. Like, PJ Ladd does it really good. That one at Plymouth the other day? Was that Nolly front foot? I think it was, like, switch front foot or something. Oh, yeah, switch. Because it was, like, up a bank and then down or something? Yeah. It was nasty, though. Yeah. I've seen some I like. 
Kevin's got some crazy ones. Yeah, he's. I don't ever see him coming either. I never expect Kevin comes out. That with one him. he did the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He called it like a late pressure the, flip. The yeah, yeah. I don't but know I don't think that's possible. But, but whatever. Kevin has these like things that he like just unleashes on the world once. He's in like a while. astro projecting in every his three months. <laughs> every three months he has like a fucking mind breaker from him. <laughs> you know. Like what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, he's, not, he's he. It doesn't even make sense. Skating with him is like unreal. There's nothing that he can't do. I don't feel even the things he thinks he can't do, he can kind of do them. Dude, one day because I, I have like a flat bar I keep in my trunk. Hell yeah! And, uh, that's we, a, that's a true skater. Yeah, flat nice. bar in the trunk. Jeez, <laughs> lesson number ten right there. Flat bar in the trunk. It's actually the eleventh commandment. <laughs> Facts. Um, but so dude, him and Sammy were like playing skate on it one day, and Sammy did like switch crook. It's a circle rail, nice, like, not that beefy. It's, like, skinny. Yeah. And uh, Kevin's never, like, almost never switched Kirk to ledge, I don't even think. And he just did it first try, like, the whole Damn. rail. It's probably because Sam's been doing them a lot, so he's been watching Sam do them. Yeah. Getting juiced. Like, I'm going to land that shit. Sammy was like, wow, dude, that, w- that was supposed to be a letter. He was so <laughs> upset. <laughs> I know that feeling. You're like, I'm whipping this one out intentionally to get you a letter. And then yeah. they fucking land it. You're like, I usually get you on that one. Oh, this question comes from Anders. Shout out to young Anders ripping out there. Hell yeah, he shreds. Kids constantly skating, like, got a good attitude, cool to people, skates hard. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And I think he's asking. So, Anders, I yours, all the late shoves you've ever done or late flips, <laughs> I've been stoked on. <laughs> I didn't realize he did them Because I didn't think it was him. <laughs> he's got a few of them. He's got a few sick yeah. ones, yeah. But I don't think he's like... I think he's just learning them. You yeah, know? but he, yeah. he's young. He's not trying I mean, to run he, it into the ground. He's testing the waters. Yeah. That's different. And he has some good ones, too. Definitely. I think I saw him do one, actually, late front shove. Yeah, probably. I filmed one recently at uh, East Providence Park. I want to say he just, like, a, did a finger flip. Damn, that's yeah. sick. I like, like Up the flips. transition. like finger. I guess that's a different trick, but that's still kind of like a late flip to me because you're, like, delaying the flip in your hand yep. or something, you know? Finger flips are kind of cool, though. Anders, that was a solid question. Thank you, Mudgy. Choo, choo. Mm-hmm. I've had some good sessions with Anders. And all us, all I need skate kids. Yeah. Uh, Talon, Chloe, Thomas. I was skating with Thomas. He's getting really good. Dude, he is. And he's gnarly. He, I was skating with him like a week or two ago, and he like split his chin open trying to boardside the barrier, dude. Boom, took it. He could have used the stitch. Probably one. Yeah. But, like, you didn't really need it, you know? But you could probably get one. And he was just, like... It's toughed it out. Dude, I, gave, I went to my car because I was like, oh, that was a gnarly one. It was one where, like, <laughs> where you're, like, skating and you slam and the whole park's kind of like, yeah, oh, like one of those. Yeah. And Thomas, yeah, he just, like, got up, dude. He looked so disheveled, and he, like, sat down, and it was, like, a drooping blood, dropping blood. It wasn't, like... Did you, like, post a picture of it or something? Yeah, Just, like, so. of his chin? Yeah. I saw that. That <laughs> yeah. was after we cleaned it up, though, so I was, like... But I just went to my car, and I got... I had a towel, clean towel, because I was going to go swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, but the... Canceled those plans. Yeah, COVID did, too, you know, so... Mm, I thought maybe the gym was open, and then I forgot we are like, pandemic, and I oh, was yeah. open, you know? <clears throat> so I was, like, can't go do that. Went to the beach instead, so. Beach um, is nice. But I gave him the towel because I was like, he's just like, it was a good one. I was like, I knew he was going to be fine, but I was just like, he might need a stitch or two, you know? Yeah. But it, I don't think he really did. You could get away with it. 
I gave Natalie sat down, dude, holding it to that thing, keeping it together. You could tell he was like in pain, but like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, he also was just trying to hang out. So he just like cleaned that thing off, and then he was rolling around again, skating again, dude. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, I would have just went home. You All know? those kids, they're fucking, oh, sorry, they're, they're tough, though. You don't have to say sorry for fucking, saying fucking. Well, I don't know. I'm just trying to <laughs> not swear to. on the podcast, it's fine. But, uh, like, him, Chloe, um, Talon, they all shred. No, yeah. all, like, eat it. Yeah, they're not, like, they'll go for it. Especially Chloe. I've seen her, like, absolutely eat dog shit. And yeah. just get back up and keep trying. Survive it. Yeah, yeah it's insane. I've I've been skating with Talon all the time lately, actually. Hell yeah. I'm going to East Prov, and he just, like, lives there pretty much, so. Yeah, I caught it. The last time I was there was with Anders and Talon, and Avery showed up and ripped with us. Yeah, she was there uh, yesterday. Sick. She actually was like, do you know Anthony shot there? No, so that's I was wearing so the shirt or whatever. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, I know him. And then she just wa- went away on her scooter. <laughs> that was it. She's like, I know him. Yeah, she's uh, she's the homie. Talon's sister's cool as hell. I did skate lessons with both of them. Super fun. Talon, like, I mean, uh, yeah, I used to skate with Talon only, and then his sister showed up, Avery. Avery's got a good push. She's, like, still yeah. learning. Good push. Kind of getting the turns. How's that thing holding up? I think I just got it. Nice. We're good. <laughs> I'm going to get a new mic, a new boom arm, because, like, I'm com- I've come to the realization that it's got to be a defective one because this one works fine you might be able to even send it back then yeah it is you know yeah yeah it's like this one will not but it's time for a new one because that's ridiculous (laughs) um all right i got got another one richard says is skating still a viable career i see non-sponsored skaters who skate better than some sponsored i guess he's saying skaters how do you you want me to go or you want to go? Yeah, that's all you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. You gotta know what a. I don't know what the definition of a career is. Let me just look that up first. But it's a labor of love. Like skating is a labor of love, and you can definitely like carve out a niche and do it. But you got to do the work. You know, like it takes a long time to build like something as a career, like an identity or like a pro. You know, like you have to connect with. A, that's the thing is like be involved with skating as much as you can. Help out the skateboard community and give people reasons to think that you you rip, you know? Let them, let them see you ripping while you're helping out. Yeah. Do all skateboarding stuff. And then like then it's like think about it. That way you're part of it. You know what I mean? It's like cuz they want if you want to be involved it's a career, it's going to become a job, you know? Like work. Like, yeah. careers work. You got to work at it. You know what I mean? It's not like it's a magic thing, you know? So, it's like, you got to kind of, like, go out there and skate, earn people's respect, skate with people, and, like, have fun, meet tons of people. We see the same people all the time, dude. We do mm-hmm. events all the time. You see people from all over connecting constantly, you know? There's tons of professionals out there. Not tons of professional skateboarders, but professional people, too, that skate, you know? Yeah. But, like, as far as, like, making a career, I think just, like, if you want to, like, just skate, show your skating, help the skateboard community in some way by, like, bringing energy or just a good session, you know? Yeah. And then if you really want to keep pursuing your skating, those that do that pursue it and film video parts usually. Mm-hmm. 
And that's how they chase getting sponsored, basically. Film great video parts where people are like, damn, that dude put out so many video parts. Yeah. I used to, we used to do that and put out uh, checkouts in magazines, like shoot f- a checkout for every skate magazine. That's There used to be tons of skate mags. Yeah, And you could get was. checkouts in all of them. And it was sick because like, that showed you were doing some like connecting and working and like getting out there and putting your skating out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think the idea of sponsor sponsoring is like, not a bad idea. And career is like fine, but you got to think of it as just like you're part of something and you're actually just skating to skate. You're not trying to like win everything in the world, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's got to be something you love. Because I know? feel like people feel that too. Like when you're giving off that type of energy, like people yeah. notice it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? Because a lot of people are just out there trying to fucking skate, you know? Not everyone's trying to be a pro or whatever. You yeah. Know? Like just people are just trying to skate, yeah. It's sick when you see someone who's really good at what they do and they work hard at it and they find ways to network and work with people and create like jobs and stuff like that yeah. together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, my how to get sponsored answer is always evolving because I used to want to get sponsored, you know, like I sent out sponsoring tapes and stuff, but I was like, I wanted to get sponsored by because I was working on my skating, I would try to like put out progression parts, you know, so they could see. And I wasn't like pushy. I was just more like sharing my tape, you know? Yep. So like, I'm not against that either. You know what I mean? I think, I wish more people did stuff like that. I feel like that's not really like a thing anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's like, it's just all kind of Instagram now. Yeah. Even if you curate all your Instagram once a month and show the collective as like a video part. Yeah. Like that would be sick to see. Yeah, I've I've done that on our YouTube channel. Yeah, with like the reels and stuff or whatever. I would go through Instagram, like everyone like, on the team's Instagram, and I would take all the clips from their Instagram that I was like, some of them filmed it, their homies filmed it, I filmed some, just like curate it, like once a month or every other month or something. Yeah, I remember a few of those. Yeah, it was sick because it was like a, it was an unintentional video part. Yeah, you know, and they're skating every different type of thing, just sick to see. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I remember you made a goon in one, and he didn't have an Instagram at the time. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. were all like, how'd you do that? How'd you get all his clips? <laughs> yeah, man. I gotta do that again. It's been a little while. Just dropped a vlog today on the All I Need Skate on YouTube as well. Just put it up. Some sick-ass street skating. Uh, we skate in Providence. Um, what's the gap? Down there that Nick D did back three. Textron. Over. Textron. Yep. All the marble ledges right there. Yep. I just put up some footage of Sean Eaton destroying that place. Sean Egan, sorry, I said Eaton. I saw that one line he put on uh, his Instagram like a week or two ago. Yeah. That was really sick. Yeah, yeah. Just That's... like super smooth. Yeah, super good. I put some footage up skating there. We went to, I skated with Goonan a little bit. We hit um, this like real colorful spot where you had to like ollie up, go around this whole thing and wallie out. That was pretty epic. Put that footage out. Skated with Evan and Sean at um, these parks in Providence with the big transitions. See that that new one? Yeah, it's next yeah, to it's the next uh, to Greenway. One. Which one is it? It was, I, we used to always call it Greenway. I don't know what Greenway. the actual name of yeah. it is. But I skated both those with Evan and Sean. Put that footage on the YouTube channel today. It just went live. Hell yeah! Solid That's probably stuff. sick. Seeing Dude. Evan skate that. Yeah, Evan's like a destroyer. It's like a vert wall. It's literally like vert. I know the transition. He just like is excited for it. Yeah. He told me he's like when he went there, he's like, "Oh, that park just opened. I got to skate something big and concrete like that." I'm like, "Dude, sick." 
It's so big. I didn't even really skate it. Next time I go, I'll drop in at least. I don't know if I did. On that part? I I haven't dropped in on it. How tall is it, you think? I honestly don't know. It's got to be like nine feet at least. Want to put some pads on you? I'll pad you up. Maybe. I might have to. Pad him up, throw him down that thing. Put him on the knee pads. (laughs) I was like going up it, but I I don't know. Dropping in is a whole nother commitment. Yeah. It's a big long wall. It's pretty yeah. sick. You think it's only nine feet? I don't know. Like not. I'm curious. I feel like yeah. yeah it nine, looks nine gigantic to me. If that's nine feet, it looks like it's straight up. Ver- Ooh. It's straight up vert though. Like it's yeah. It's up there. Yeah, that's what he was. Evan was saying he was like stoked to skate some vert. Like mm-hmm. have something to ride that's big like that. <laughs> like I kind of get it. <laughs> I can't get comfortable on that stuff. I would like to. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's like my dream skating. Yeah? It's like airs and stuff. Damn, Bob Burnquist? Yeah, that was my favorite person in Tony Hawk as a kid. How Just in Tony Hawk or in his video parts? No, I didn't even skate. I just would always play Tony Hawk. Do you ever see his... pick Bob Burnquist. That's awesome. They had, like, you could unlock his part. Really? On the game, and I would watch that. Did you time. ever see his, like, old part where he rode for Antihero, I believe, and he's skating street? I probably have, honestly, but... Let's see if I can Don't find fully it. remember. There's so much stuff on there. He was riding for anti-hero, I think. Interface? That sounds pretty sick. I don't think that's it, though. A cow. Yeah, Bob Burnquist on anti-hero right there. 1998, dude. That's crazy. That's way before I was skating. Bob Burnquist has done some of the gnarliest stuff on a skateboard. It's just the whole video. They don't have just like his part. Whatever. I just want to see some Bob Burnquist footage now. Like not even just like. Not even just like his mega ramp stuff. Just in general. Like even on vert. The stuff that Bob Burnquist has done. Is like. Doesn't even make sense. You know. This is 1997, Bob Burnquist Interface. I want to say it was a trans world. I like it already. Video. The little uh, Windows, like, 98 folder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trans world magazines interface video. But, dude, such a legend, Bob Burnquist, on many levels. I remember he skates Switch. Like, he skates so much crazy Switch on vert ramps and stuff. The amount of shit he's done switch is, like, ridiculous. Ooh, with the chain. Yeah, right? Oh, big Ollie. Yeah, this is a full street spot uh, part. He kind of skates like Kevin. Yeah, I was going to say that, actually. If Kevin was regular. Yeah, I could see that. He's built like him, sort of, right there. Yeah. Wow. Dude, imagine if you could ollie on transition as easy as these guys make it look. That's all I want to do. This is your dream right here? Yeah, I recorded Evan doing like 30 backside airs with Quincy and um, <laughs> watch him like all the time, just like frame by frame. All the, I kept making him do them so I could like film it from every angle. Dude, that was fakey frontside 270 to tail on vert. Does that even make sense? No. Fakey 360 heel flip. I think that was like a fakey big spin full cab or something he just did like to grab. Dude, kickflip indie fakey seems like the best thing ever. Wow. 
he's going higher than you're supposed to on these ramps too. Like, dude, there was a Shecky Air right there, the kick for Bindi. <laughs> the Shecky Air. Yeah, Sheckler, Brian Sheckler, bro. Damn, that was switch. Yeah, switch grinds on vert ramps. You're out of your mind, Bob Burnquist. Invert. What? He's bringing it all the way around. That was switch, right? Yeah. I think so. Dude, it's front side. Imagine if you could switch wow, front side nose grind like on a regular. vert ramp. He's skating the shit like a mini ramp. Oh, switch That's backside. all switch, dude. Oh switch God. backside over crooks on a vert ramp. God. Holy dude. shit, dude. I didn't even like realize that it was all switch. Yeah, he skated no, a lot. No, he did switch. not just switch roll roll into that in. switch. Yeah, switch roll into a vert ramp. No. Switch front side. <laughs> oh, he popped in fakie into a vert ramp. Oh, my God. That's insane. Wow. Big big backside ollie no grab. Damn. I wish I could lean. Is that a lean to t- tail? That looks so fun when people do that. I think if it's backside, it's a body jar. Okay. Backside nose blunt fakie on a vert ramp, Barth. Dude, you know who has the best one? Can you it's imagine that? Jimmy Wilkins. Backside nose blunt? Yeah. Dude, I can't even on imagine vert. it. No. Dude, Bob Burnquist is legendary, right? It's confirmed right here? Yeah. Yeah, he jumped. I think he did. No, it was Danny Way. There was a thing where vert skaters the were. China, the Wall of China? Yeah, I think he yeah, jumped out of a helicopter. Way. He jumped out of a helicopter, too, I think, into a vert. It's like where vert dudes just got so extreme. Yeah, during like the whole X Games era. Yeah, it got stuff. intense, bro. Tony Hawk's Boom Boom Huck Jam. They were Boom Boom Hucking for sure. <laughs> oh, that was so sick. Damn. That was nasty. That was such a heavy part, and a lot of it was street skating. Yeah. Which the is whole crazy. beginning of it, honestly. Yeah. Sick, man. Um, all right, I think that's it. Let me just check. Let me just make sure. Oh, imagine if you were like that good at Vert. I'm dreaming, dude. It just seems so fun. Did you see him just like, they just do frontside airs and backside airs, no grab. Yeah. On a vert ramp. And they're like fucking way above the coping. They've somehow timed it where they're going to like somehow ghost ride out of that vert ramp and come back in. It doesn't make sense. You think they're relying on just their wheels to hit the coping? There's definitely some ollie in there somewhere. Jacob told me he that like you want to hit the coping. Because Jacob Jensen, actually, because yeah. I used to ask him all the time, too. Is it too. just the biggest Canadian fly-out ever is skating vert ramps? I don't know. I'm you're Canadian, just, man. It's not you're working. You're constantly <laughs> doing the Canadian fly-out where you fly off the training. I guess so. He said if you hit the coping, you'll always land back at the coping. So, uh, Hey, interesting. That's what he told me. He's like, wherever you pop, you're going to land. And I was like, really? That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. He started with early grabs. Yep. That's true. Over the spine, I think, too. Yeah. He's kind of let go of the early grabs. I think I talked about this already. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but it's good that he grew out of him. Yeah. So happy he stopped wearing knee pads, too. Yeah. Yeah. I nice. used to always try to get him to take them off. If he's going to go throw himself on some gnarly shit, though, like... Like a transition? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But he used to, like, hit the big rail when he was a kid and, like, bail to his knees. Oh, like, with the pads on, I'd be like, Jacob, uh, you got to take those off. <laughs> you can't learn to bail on a rail like yeah, this. Yeah, shouldn't be practicing to land, not yeah. bail. <laughs> That's the problem with the pads is, like, you're they at some point, it's like, especially street skating, mm-hmm. especially aesthetics, too. 
people ever but beyond that i was just i used to tell his dad all the time like if he's not skating vert he shouldn't be making a habit of like he doesn't do it anymore obviously but bailing to his knees you know and doing the slide yeah yeah this is when he was wicked young yeah yeah, the pads. So if Bob Burnquist though, just vote. He he had one vote right there for pads because you see all this. But honestly, not the but street that's skating. like a vert ramp. That makes sense. Yeah, because you you literally. I think they're supposed to bail to their knees or something, right? Yeah, I think that's part of the game. right? Yeah, you once you learn to bail, you can do that. I'm not much vert. <laughs> Vert's intimidating. It is, but it, they make it look easy because I probably you probably. Uh, Probably people can learn it. Although that was a switch backside disaster on like a fucking twelve foot fur ramp. So like, fuck, <laughs> is that bro? Seems that like might be magic. bigger than twelve feet because like, like it's twice <laughs> as it's more than twice as height. I feel switch switch backside rolling. That's fucked and then up, switch dude. like frontside fakie pop into a vert ramp. Switch. Yeah, he's out of his mind, and he even like aired up onto the deck switch and like yeah, he rode up and out of a fucking vert ramp. I do that on a mini ramp, and I feel like I'm the shit. Dude, that backside deck. regular. Bob will pull us in forever. All right, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Later, G's. Thanks, Mark. Peace. Next time. Dude, hell yeah. How good is Bob Burnquist? Dude. Yo. Oh, figures now it doesn't move when I... Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Yeah, but it even stayed a little bit.